you're listening to the Random City Podcast. Welcome back to the Random City Podcast. This is your host, Jimmy in Georgia. And today's topic of randomness, randomnessity, if you will, is the new Fox show, Alcatraz. And you may have checked this out. Premiered last Monday with a two-hour special there where they premiered the pilot episode as well as the second episode, which was entitled Ernest Cobb. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that show, some of the people on it, and some of my observations from the premiere of Alcatraz. Welcome to The Rock. We're going to start off with a few things here. One of the main reasons probably any of us would want to watch this show is that J.J. Abrams' name is attached to it. He is not listed as creator of the show. He is listed as an executive producer. And so I'm not exactly sure how involved he really is when it comes right down to it. Jack Bender's also involved, another one of those lost alums. He is director extraordinaire, and uh, he actually directed the second episode, Ernest Cobb, which I thought was a better episode. And again, people just automatically think, oh, J.J. Abrams, it must be like Lost. Well, J.J. Abrams helped create Lost, and then he walked away from it. And that's pretty much what he does. He helped create Fringe and walked away from it. Alias, I think he might have stuck around with it a little bit longer. And then, I don't know, like, a lot of this stuff, they give him all the credit. It's like, well, Damon Lindelof and Carlton Cuse should get most of the credit for Lost, not J.J. Abrams. And so, whatever, as far as all that goes. It's just like Steven Spielberg. I think I mentioned this somewhere recently. Steven Spielberg's name is attached to like everything here lately. Movies and TV shows and stuff. They canceled Terra Nova, The Falling Skies, um, War Horse, Super 8. All these things his name is attached to. And there's no way he's that involved in pretty much probably most of that stuff. But... It still gets people to go watch it. <laughs> anyway, so yes, J.J. Abrams' name attached to it did spark my interest, but probably really more than that is the fact that Jorge Garcia is in the show, who plays Dr. Diego Soto, and I really I like Jorge. He really just seems like a genuinely nice person. He, you know, he's been on Jay and Jack's Lost podcast numerous times. He has his own podcast. If you're interested in Alcatraz, go look up Diego Soul Patch. Uh, he and his girlfriend are doing a podcast about the show, much like they had Geronimo's Jack Beard during the last season of Lost. And so check that out. So far they have like a basically a pilot episode, and then they have one about the first two episodes of the show Alcatraz. So you can find them on iTunes. They also have a, a you know website and all the other stuff like everybody else has. But yeah, Jorge just seems like a great guy. You know, he was on uh, How I Met Your Mother after he left Lost for an episode, and I really enjoyed that one. Also, Sam Neill being from Jurassic Park definitely sparked my interest. I mean, he, he was in other things, Event Horizon, Dead Calm. He was in the old Jungle Book movie. I mean, he's lots of stuff over the years. Uh, he's definitely a good actor, and so I was excited to see him again in something. Most of the rest of the people aren't really people I'm that familiar with, and that's okay, because I'm not thinking Dr. Alan Grant or Hurley. I don't know, the first two episodes were good. I enjoyed them. I think I do appreciate the mysterious aspects of this. There's all sorts of crazy theories you can have about what's going on. You know, Nazi cloners, men in black, time portals, wormholes, whatever you want to... I mean, you can talk about whatever. I guess my theory at this point is we shouldn't trust 
Sam Neill's character, Hauser. Uh, we have no reason to believe he's who he says he is when it comes right down to it. At this point, we don't really know much about him. I mean, we, we have the flashback that he and his compatriot there both were at Alcatraz back in the 60s, but Sierra, that doesn't mean much, I don't think. Um, just judging from other things. Just because you think you're working on the right side doesn't mean you are. Something to think about. And then two, he reminds me of Agent, I think it was Agent K, Tommy Lee Jones' character in, in the Men in Black movies. In Men in Black 2, we learned that Agent K became a part of Men in Black when it was founded because he just happened to meet the aliens on the side of the road in the middle of nowhere. So, seems very similar. Whatever organization he's with, I think he said he's through the FBI, but it uh, doesn't really sound like FBI unless we're talking X-Files kind of stuff. But anyway, it just seems like he is kind of that uh, grandfathered in almost that was kind of interesting parallel to me i thought men in black because two the prison the new alcatraz they had built out in the bunker in the middle of the forest it looked like on the outside looked like the uh, shield generators from the return of the jedi on indoor well inside of it it really reminded me of men in black how white and clean and perfect everything was i don't know i just thought those two men in black parallels were kind of interesting and then also Jack, the, the the first prisoner of 250 or 60 of these guys who are going to pop up 50 years later, his story reminded me a lot of the, what was his name, Henry, I believe, from the Murder in the First, a Kevin Bacon movie in which Kevin Bacon played a murderer on Alcatraz who was really abused and ultimately looks like he was kind of killed. Maybe not directly, but at least indirectly through the actions that the guards and the people took there. But even the story that they gave Jack as his backstory sounded familiar to me I don't know if it was specifically from that movie or if it was from something else, but the whole thing about robbing a grocery store that sold stamps, which made it a post office, which made it a federal crime, which sent him to Alcatraz, sounded very, very, very familiar. And so I thought that was interesting. One other thing, I guess, to say about these the prisoners, we talked about Jack a little bit. Ernest Cobb, the second one, repeated his pattern of, of sniper shootings. Um, but... I mean, at some point, we definitely see this is pretty much going to be a procedural, it sounds like, where there's this new criminal of the week to catch, just like any other cop show, except for there from 50 years ago. And one more thing, that, especially Jack, not so much Ernest, but especially Jack, he reminded me like he was um, indoctrinated or brainwashed or something, kind of to the effect of maybe a born identity, or maybe he didn't really remember everything. I know, granted, at the end, he, he found his brother... And he was upset that his brother had married his wife. But up to that point, he didn't seem shocked to be in 2012. Um, he went and killed this guy, stole a key. Uh, there was just several things that just were very strange. And then even back in the 60s, they showed the part of the episode where they were drawing his blood, which seemed really weird. Like, I don't know if that's supposed to be some kind of hint that these are some kind of cloning process or some sort of a time travel experiment. Um, the Philadelphia Experiment Part 2. I mean... I, <laughs> I don't know, but it was definitely strange the way he acted, and it, it kind of reminded me of the Born Identity, that he had these instructions. He was like a sleeper agent, and he'd been sleeping for 50 years, <laughs> almost. I don't know. I mean, like I said, I like the show. I'll I'll keep watching it. Uh downloaded the episode on the Xbox 360, Xbox Live. Got the two episodes for like two bucks. That's a pretty sweet deal. One question I have about this show, too, I just thought about was, okay, the criminals are coming back, and they've been, at least in my mind, have been born identified and are coming back as you know killing people and fulfilling some mission that some group, some people have. What's going to happen to the guards and to the kids that live on Alcatraz? Are they going to come back as killers? 
I guess we're going to wrap up our talk with uh, one more thing here about Alcatraz. There is um, a podcast network that I like to listen to. It's called HHWLOD, the Half Hour Wasted Legion of Dudes podcast network. And they have a couple shows that I listen to. One I listen to a lot, and some I listen to sometimes. Um, they have the Walking Dead TV podcast, which I know I've recommended before. If you're into Walking Dead, check out the Walking Dead TV podcast. Um, well, two of the guys from that show and from the that network of podcasts have started a new podcast about Alcatraz called Podcatraz. So if you're into podcasts about Alcatraz, if you've listened to this one, um, you can go listen to those guys talk about the show as well. Uh, you can find those guys in iTunes. They have the website and everything else. Facebook groups like everyone else does these days. But there's a ton of new Alcatraz podcasts out there. If you're interested in that, you do a search on Google, do search on iTunes, you'll find several of them. And uh, definitely enjoyed the two I've listened to thus far, Podcatraz and then Diego's Soul Patch. So check those two out, if nothing else. All right, well, I guess that's going to wrap up our show. Thank you for listening to the Random City Podcast. You can contact us at 773-71-RANDOM. You can email us at randomcitypodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter. We are at Random City. We have the Facebook group over there, or actually Facebook page over there on Facebook. You can find us there. Uh, We're on Google+. So we definitely love to hear from you and have you be a part of the next episode. And this is technically the way I've done the show. This is episode one of season four arbitrarily making each year that I've recorded a a season. And this is episode 41 of the Random City Podcast. Since 2009, March of 2009 is when I first started the podcast. So, but anyway, thank you for listening. We'll hope to see you next time and stay random, everybody.